Take a seat in your coziest chair. Pour yourself a glass of date night Merlot, and once you are ready, let's go on a voyage. It was a calm day of sailing in the Wedgestone Isles. Clear blue skies shone on a glittering sea, and the warm springtime air gave everything a feeling of stillness. The How Am I Feeling creaked quietly as it zipped over the waves, leaving the land of the gnomes far behind. Even their gnomish prisoner was quiet, napping in the lazy sunshine tied up to the mast. The wild jungle isles were quiet too, though who knows if that was because their citizens were subject to slaughter as well, just like the alligator folk of the first of the Wedgestone Isles. The town of Crunchbite was quiet too, even though the alligator folk that lived there were certainly not dead. The market was closed for the day, as all the gators were busy being anything but busy. An impromptu volleyball game was starting up on the beach, and even the mayor joined in the game. She was quite bad, but the people let her win a few points anyway, since she had been a strong Democratic representative in the latest zoning reviews. Dockmaster Rhythm Wrightchild was quiet, too. A little nervous. First date jitters would bring that out in anyone even a stoic-like rhythm. But as she ran her fingers down her sleeve tattoos, she smiled, watching the sunset cast playful shadows across the patterns. And the fog? The fog was quiet, too. Quiet and forever rolling. I am Ben Schiffler, and I am your Dungeon Master. So, uh, uh, you guys have sailed away from the Island of the Gnomes. You're still amidst the Wedgestone Isles. Uh, and I'd love for you all to kind of say, where are you at? What is your space like? Wh- where do you stay on a calm day? What's, wh- what is a space that you call your own aboard the How Am I Feeling? And let's start. Dibs, 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 dibs. Dibs, dibs, dibs. dibs? Go for it. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> dibs. I call the crow's nest. I want the crow's nest. Please? That's like your living space? No, that's where I hang. That's my oh. chillin' space. Cool. Can you describe the crow's nest a little to me? Do you Can got stuff up it? there? What's it like? No, I pretty much own, like, no possessions. Uh, do we still have, like, tons of pillows on our boat? 
There's some leftover pillows for sure. I think I described I, in a previous episode, they all were water damaged, but some of yeah. them survived for sure. There was enough <laughs> pillows that... Well, uh, once, once one of the pillows dries out, I probably take a pillow up there, but it's actually pretty bare bones. I have like the only possessions I have are my guitar and my notebooks. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm doing most of the time is just like laying in the crow's nest, kind of sitting in it like a, like a chair, like I'm like laid out... A, in the middle of it. Wow, I don't know how to describe this body position, but and usually I'm just like chilling up here and looking at the clouds above me and uh, fiddling with some kind of song. Reclined, oh, cool. perhaps? Reclined. That's the word. There we Reclined. Go. Supine. You just lay up there on your back. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. Okay, cool. Well, do you we're up there. for everybody all the time? Yeah, yeah. Um, The crow's nest is kind of high up in the air, so I'm not sure how much you can see. You can see it. Hear it. You can probably hear like a a tinkering note every now and then, but it's not totally necessarily a, a complete I feel song. like it would be very cool if you could hear like the guitar coming down on the deck. Like that's very aesthetic. That is cool. And um, you wear red pajamas and you have a never mind. <laughs> what is that a reference? <laughs> to? Describing the Mad Max Bard. <laughs> oh. Oh, there you wow. go. That's a yeah, call out to two thousand thirteen. Uh it, in in terms of uh as as you set up looking at the clouds, could you make me an arcana check, maybe? Yes. So throw a little Uh-oh. check into your intro. Yes, I can. Fourteen. As you stare up into the clouds, this uh uh lazy Thursday evening, uh, you see up in the sky, in one of the clouds, what could only be described as a windmill. Well, that's nice. I, uh, I changed the tune of what I'm playing to include the concept of windmills, which are lazy and, and chill, but I, I kind of pay it no mind. Cool. Um, my name's Ishmael Overcast. I'm an elf sorcerer, and I'm played by Emma. Um, I can go. Uh... Wait, no, I should go after Virgil. Okay, Virgil. So I'm going to do that. All right. I spend all my time clinging to the bottom of the crow's nest, listening to Ishmael's every move. Clinging so to creepy. the bottom? <laughs> what the Wait, fuck, like, does man? the camera pan down and you're like... <laughs> 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 Wait, clinging to the bottom of the top part, not at the bottom of the mast, no, but up the mast under the crow's nest? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Like a spider. Amazing. Wow, mm-hmm. that sounds the opposite of relaxing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's working that core. No, actually, I'm I'm uh, throwing my line out into the deep sea, sitting on one of the railings of our little ship. And, um, Are you up with the ship itself, like talking to the ship, or is this more a solitary moment for you? Um, I'm with the ship. He's uh, keeping yes, an eye out you for are. ripples, <laughs> fish ripples, as we call them. Ripples, uh, fish ripples. Yeah, trying to catch a an eel. Well, then, in that case, could you uh, make me a fishing check? What what stat does fishing use? Uh, I'd say fishing uses wisdom. Yeah. Since it's patience. In that case, I have a 12. You catch, uh, what's a jungle fish? Like a a little piranha? Snapper. Are we in a river? I mean, we're in the ocean. No, you're in the ocean. So this is just any sort of tropical you fish. Know, the ocean, jungle, ocean. jungle ocean fish. You, you catch like a bright yellow and uh, blue striped snapper fish. Um, nice. And oh. uh, you have no idea if it's edible or not. This is pretty far waters from your home turf. 
I hold it up and I unhook it from my line and I inspect it thoroughly and then I hold it out to the mouth of our masthead, boat, boat head, manatee. Do you want to eat this? Um, no thanks. I'm a boat. <laughs> I don't eat fish. <laughs> I guess I have a lot to learn. And I throw it back. <laughs> Goodbye, fish. I'm Virgil Badwater. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm played by Jake. Are you like a... Are you a human? Oh. I'm a human fighter. Human fighter. Alright. Mm. Um, I'll go I'll go next. So, uh, what with Virgil being outside fishing, I have sort of commandeered the desk in his quarters um, to try and see if I can plan some form of legal defense for myself. Um, Amazing! Because that's coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, basically I'm the fool who represents himself, um, but at the moment I don't have a lawyer, so it's my only shot. Yeah. So yeah, I've just got all these papers with like frantic scribblings um the phrase i don't recall is written like all over the place in various different sizes <laughs> um yeah that's that's really where i'm spending all my time uh also the phrase i would like a shirt please has been uh, written a number of times on these papers Mm, Wait, good. is that like a stream of consciousness thing, or is that a, a plan of attack in the courtroom? Yeah, that's no, part that's, of the defense. That, that's just mm. that's just Avalon getting bored and thinking about how so, he Avalon, really would like a shirt. How do you plead? <laughs> I would like a shirt, please. <gasps> he did not. I'd like to plead for a shirt. Um, or like the uh, prosecution attorney keeps asking you leading questions, and your response is just, "I would, I would like a shirt, please. I would, I would like a shirt, please." <laughs> the crowd would certainly gasp at such a witty legal defense. Phoenix Wright couldn't pull that shit off. Uh, Cool. Is there is there anything in particular that you're like hunting through or for, or is it more just like trying to scramble I mean, through your brain for what happened? Are there any useful like books that pertain to like the historical uh, precedents of cases like this? Because if there are any in this ship, that would be extremely helpful. I'm guessing the only books in this ship would have been any that you guys took from the Miss Midgen libraries in the uh, Prison of the End of the World. Uh, unless Miss Midgen's class put more books in this ship. Uh, I think you burnt all of them when you were running away from the prison, as with all other things that weren't nailed down. Um, That's entirely possible, Maybe make yes. me a very difficult uh, investigation check. Mm, yes. Not proficient in that. That's a nat 20. Ha! Well, that makes my life difficult. Uh, but it actually doesn't make your life difficult. Because with a nat 20, um, the very few books you do have, one of the books you do have is from, uh, uh, is about alchemy. Uh, and you picked it up, uh, while in the village of the crocodiles. And in that, in that, uh, alchemical book, there's a bunch of different, uh, 
potions and reagents and stuff that kind of kind of tells you a bunch of interesting things. But you land on one of them, uh, and it looks like to create this potion, you need uh, uh, some kind of a, a curious water elemental fish that looks like it's yellow with uh, blue stripes on it, uh, and then you need uh, <laughs> a handful of uh, gnome fingernails. Um, but if you mush those two together, you create a potion of frenzy. Uh, and this potion of frenzy looks like it, uh, it's usually not drank. It's usually, uh, uh, slipped into food as a poison. Um, but it, it could make someone go into a violent rage. Uh, and, uh, it says helpfully that, uh, uh, the, the drinker of this poison would not remember anything that they had done while in this violent rage and uh, would attack anything nearby on site. Ah. So I suppose that I could try and claim that I had been poisoned. Not 20. You certainly could. All right. Um, if I plan on making this potion myself, I would need Virgil to not throw things back. And also, I would need some fingernail donations from our gnomish friend. It's true. <laughs> That's one way to um, put it. So uh, with this extremely shaky leg to stand on i am just gonna keep reading and and writing up opening closing statement stuff like that mm -hmm. uh, i am avalon veristinia elven barbarian and i am voiced by connor lovely so do you use this spot a lot inside uh virgil's quarters is this like your go-to hijack if i'm gonna be space? doing anything yeah if i'm gonna be doing anything books wise then okay. yes uh because this is the only desk on the ship gotcha cool yeah it's it's a pretty nice desk it's also the one i think you ate your dinner at oh right yes cool who's next i'll go so i've kind of reverted to my my sand sailing days when things get long and slow and i spend a lot of time kind of keeping the deck clean and organizing line and such um sprinkled with uh do we have like a spyglass on the ship yes yeah can is is it in somebody's possession or is it like usually it's in rowan's possession can i borrow it a lot sure you're like the only <laughs> useful member of this crew so i do lend it to you Actually, um, maybe this is a thing. It would be interesting, maybe if we just do both of you kind of similarly, because I would imagine that uh, y you've run into some challenges with each other in the past with the fact that you rigged this ship like a sand boat, which it isn't. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and, I I've uh, learned to not do that anymore. So, so, <laughs> I'm spending a lot of time getting familiar with the the new way that the boat is rigged. This yeah. So how do, how do the two of you cooperate to to make this thing go? Uh. I, like, inspected your work after you did it the first time. I pointed at it and I said, this is wrong. And I showed yeah. you how to do it the right I, way. I definitely obstinately agreed to rig it up in the way that Rowan was familiar because I knew it would mean slightly less work for me on the ship since I thought I would be doing it all in the first place. I think um, we get along fairly well, I, I think. I think we get along okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I spend a lot of time just, like, literally swabbing the deck and glancing off into freedom because the, the place I lived before you could literally see the edge of it no matter where you were 
Yeah, and this uh, this area is full of things to look at. The big jungle islands off to the left and right are beautiful. There's like pristine white beaches and uh, uh, big hanging jungle trees um, with uh, probably all kinds of animal life inside, but it all seems like it's sleeping today. I am Flax and Roan, played by Nick. I'm a half-orc rogue. Cool. All right, Rowan. Um, I, my tip, I typically hang out like on the quarter deck, just where the steering wheel is. And yep, sometimes I'll go down into the captain's quarter because I know that Virgil doesn't use it. And I'll just like sit there because <laughs> it has windows. Um, so I picture like Avalyn is like furiously sweating over these like notes and stuff on the desk and you're like just sitting next to him just like staring into nothing (laughs) that was a funny image (laughs) yeah he's like they're sweating and i just kind of ignore him i like go and i like pull up a seat next to the window and like take out a cup of tea and i'm just like enjoying my time completely ignoring his anxiety (laughs) i i find your presence deeply distracting Oh, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try to match is mostly because, as Avalyn, you probably want anything to be distracted by uh, the fact that you are probably going to be thrown in jail or killed. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not too concerned about it. I'm just like, well, all right. Um, I guess, like, the days have just been passing by by, like, um, working with Flaxen on getting the rigging right. And um, my name is Ron Ridley. I'm a human bard played by Shing. And I'm just chilling in the captain's quarters right now. All right. Then the first person that spies the town of Crunchbite would be up in the crow's nest. Uh, or would it be Flaxen who's looking at... Are you looking through a spyglass to see stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fair. If you're looking through a spyglass and you're looking up at the clouds I'm, anyway. I'm kind of like looking at the sky. Yeah. And Virgil's, Virgil's at the front of the boat. Uh, so I'd say the spyglass would probably win. Eh, let's let's do it first. Uh, both of you roll perception checks, uh, Virgil and uh, Flaxen. That's a 17. Flaxen, you certainly spy it first as you lift your spyglass up to your eye, peering over the edge of the ship, uh, catching the beautiful views of a race of crocodile people um, that are all cavorting about on the beach playing volleyball. Behind them is this little idyllic town uh, of Crunchbite. You can see that it's called Crunchbite based off of a big sign that they have that says, Welcome to Crunchbite. It seems like it's kind of <laughs> like a vacation town uh, and they probably are doing pretty decent traffic um, for, you know, kind of vacation boats or big cruise boats that uh, that might be coming through. Doesn't look like there's any big ships that have actually docked at the moment, uh, but it does seem like there's several smaller boats, one of which you recognize as a boat that uh, was in Mo Daughter Harbor. Do I recognize it specifically as? No, somebody's boat? I don't think you actually know anyone who was on it. But it's it's kind of it's a it's a small boat, like a two person sailing boat uh, that seems like it's designed for you know short distance island hopping, maybe like a couple week adventures. Um, it's, it looks pretty charming. It's very cute. It's wooden and uh, it's all painted up uh, a bright sunshine yellow and has some decorations on the sides of it. Hey, Rowan, get a load of this. There's some kind of vacation town over there. Um, I walk over, I take the spyglass from you and I say, it's, real, it's really weird, you know, seeing them as not rotting corpses. Uh, what do you mean by that? Because they're the same crocodile people we, like, left back in the last island, right? Yes. I wonder- they certainly were. They're the same ones that the gnomes slaughtered and took over their town. 
Yeah, I was going to make a joke that's like, well, maybe not all crocodile people know each other, but <laughs> feel, feel really bad for these guys. <laughs> uh, um, cool, I guess we're landing here. Yeah, y'all interested in a vacation? Yeah, we got three quarters of a day before the end of our lives. We might as well take a break. Do I see a windmill? (laughs) Windmill? Yeah. You do not see a windmill, no. I don't see any. Ah, bummer. I come bursting out of the captain's quarters and I go, vacation? I, a what? Ishmael, Now? do you not have a spyglass up there? Nah, man. I say strumming a chord. That seems inefficient. Oh? <laughs> uh, yeah, Evelyn, why not? Why not a vacation? Yeah, you can get a shirt. Uh, Ooh, I went I, to Crunchbite, but all I got was this stupid t-shirt. I do need a shirt. Well, it's The more settled. pressing thing, of course, is the date that you already have here, of course, Rowan, uh, that you uh, did talk to Tudor Flute about at the end of Last Adventure, uh, saying, and uh, and Tudor Flute made you promise that you would go and at least talk to uh, the Dockmaster uh, before you ran away, um, because, uh, of course, the fog will consume her and the whole town within three quarters of a day uh, if you don't say anything. Gosh, mm. and she's on Crunchbite right now? I think you also sent she her a message that we were coming. Yes, I did send a letter in advance to be like, hey, we're coming for you. Right. <laughs> Hold yes. on. Um, I Yeah, while I was in the chilling in the captain's quarters, I was just completely dissociating from it. I guess it's like, while I was completely ignoring Avalon, I was having my own anxiety thoughts going on in my head about that, but have not expressed any of it to my uh, crew, because I knew they would tease me. I feel like I've been very supportive. We've never done <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, all right, okay. Uh, uh, I join you down on the deck, and I say, uh, vacation? We don't have time for a vacation. Aren't we just getting a girl and going? Story of my life. We can... Story of your life? We can... Mine oh, as well. <laughs> we can grab her, and then while we're doing that, Avalon, if you can get a shirt it'll probably do you better like more favorably favorably yes. to show up dressed you know i hear the juries yes. like it when you show up with clothes on well yes i've i heard that courthouses are no shirt no shoes no service so wait, well that wait. would be convenient because wouldn't it oh okay. then you're then you don't show up to your own trial and you're in contempt of court so but if the jail's in the court what? I don't think jails are no shirt, no shoes, no service. I think we've already <laughs> been to one of those, and they give you your shirt and your sh- shoes and your service. And, and then you have to serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, time. Evelyn, maybe you should buy, like, ten shirts, just in case we hit some combat again, and you, like, you know, you do the thing where you forget what's going on, and you tear off your shirt again. <laughs> if you like a breakaway hey, shirt, hey, like a stripper that has. That was Ungly Anne's fault. It was uh-huh. bone shards. All right, but well, I, I get don't blame me if you rip your shirt again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And with that, the uh, How Am I Feeling pulls up towards the pretty small docks of Crunchbite. Uh, you can see, like, the, there's there's an immediate reaction from the uh, folks on the beach as they see your pretty big ship pull up into the harbor. But they don't run up to greet you. It seems like they're all pretty intent on this beach volleyball game and hanging out with the mayor. So they let you to yourselves. It doesn't look like there's a dock master here at all. Um, it's more just kind of like tether it up yourself and uh, and wander into town. Well, this should be a quick trip, right? Should I just hang out here on the boat? Yeah, yeah we want. just got to uh, go warn some people, exit through the gift shop. Should be milk run. All right, good luck. This uh, this does explain why those other crocodile people got slaughtered so easily by the little gnome idiots. Yeah, they look like they're having fun. <laughs> exactly. So who's all leaving the ship? I am. Me, I guess. The captain always leaves his ship. Yeah, what? I explore yeah. every chance I get. <laughs> Is this Star <laughs> Trek? Like- <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Virgil, uh, you leave as well. So the three of you head down uh, the, the rope off the edge of the ship. Uh, the ship gives you a hearty goodbye. Have a good time. Uh, and uh, uh, Don't eat too many fish. <laughs> I won't. In fact, can't. Uh, and the uh, the harbor uh, opens up to you as you as you walk towards it. Um, it's it's this little beach town. Uh, there's uh, little like shack shops that sell you. Uh, I don't know. Like we'll say there's some uh, a couple of lemonade shops uh, and some snacks, ice cream. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, there's bones you could eat. Uh, and what? then as you go further in, you can see it gets a little more like schmancy. It's a little more resorty the further you go into the town. Uh, and there's a pretty like nice looking cafe and private beach off on the, uh, the north end of Crunchbite. Where do you guys head first? Rowan, don't you have somebody to meet here? Yes. Um, as I was walking, <laughs> I was like, I realized that, wait, okay, so both um, Ishmael and Flaxen stayed behind on the boat, right? Or, or is Flaxen no, with us? No, I think us? Flaxen's with you. Okay, I'm good. Here. Okay. I, I like, <laughs> look between all the company that I have, and I just kind of, like, really stiffly say, do any of you have experience breaking up with someone? <laughs> and, like, not meeting any of your eyes, but I just say it really quietly. Well, I've been broken up with a uh... lot. So, uh, I recommend not doing it. It feels bad. <laughs> I I look to the other two. Do you two have experience breaking up with someone? Can't say that I do. God damn. Um, wait, are you actually asking Avalyn? Or- I look at Avalyn. Do you? I, like, look at Avalyn pleadingly. Well, I did, um... Well, not not directly to the person. There was an arranged match, but then I, I I turned it down. But that went through my parents, so I told them that I wasn't interested, and then they told her parents, and the, her parents told her. All right, let's have your parents do it, Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, can one of you act as my parents? <laughs> but I don't think my character would want to do that. Just out we of don't pride. feel that Rowan is old enough to be dating. <laughs> <laughs> um Rowan. Okay, I let me ask you something, Rowan. Have you ever have you ever been in love? I kind of like jerk at that question 
And then I kind of like said, yeah. Is your uh, target of affection still out there somewhere? I take a pause and I look off to the side and I'm like, yeah. You want to you wanna find that person someday? Is that what this is about? I just, I just like... It's all right. It's really ta- you can trust me, I'm your captain. <laughs> no, I can't. I just have a lot of difficulty <laughs> expressing that last bit, but I'm like, I kind of nod, just like not meeting anyone's eye. It's clearly taking me a lot of like effort to be very honest with you guys. But so like, what do I do? I don't want to let this girl down who's been like waiting for me. Sorry, this woman, this dock master. But I also like, you know, well, aren't we, don't want her to die. Aren't we taking her with us? Yeah. She's, but, got, a, she's got a boat of her own, I think. We don't have I, to. I don't think it's a very fast boat. Oh, well, then this is about to be really awkward. That boat would not outrun the fog, for sure. Is it better to break up with her and then have her on our boat? Or have her on our boat and then break up with her? That's Yeah, that's the question. I don't <laughs> want to, like take up more time than I we have to on this little vacation home. If we're thinking entirely practically here, if you break up with her before she's on the boat, then she might not agree to come on the boat. On the other hand, then you've essentially murdered her. So, um, But if we're metagaming you know, and we got her on the boat first and then broke up with her, she probably wouldn't want to talk to us and that would be easier for the DM. Who? Uh, who? Well, what? <laughs> What's the DM? What are you talking about? I feel that would be so much less fun for the DM. I want to break up with people. That's what I mean, D&D is, you fool. <laughs> I feel like the if latter option... If you ever option... think an NPC-PC interaction will make me sad, you're v- sorely wrong. <laughs> What's her name again? Doc we, Master. We don't know her name. You don't Doc know Master her name. Doc Master Flex. Isn't that Rhythm? But the audience knows that her name is Doc Master Rhythm Rightchild. I met her. You did, but you nice. also did she... not ask her name ever. <laughs> I listened oh, to it this morning. <laughs> I'm very intuitive. <laughs> <laughs> you did steal her knife block. Maybe she had a hand engraved by her dad that made them for her. I left the knife block in the captain's quarters. We can't have her on the ship. She'll know. Well, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay, so when we came into harbor, were there like other boats around, or was it just ours? Uh, there were some other little little boats, not ships with a capital S, and it, nothing nothing that would outrun the fog. To outrun the fog, you'd need either a ship like a capital S, like yours, one with a soul, or something that has more conventionally a uh, a weather wizard. God, so like the two options are like we subject her to like die, or we essentially kidnapped her <laughs> under false pretenses. Um god okay we're not we're running out of time the fog is like i don't know three quarters of a day behind us let's just figure it out as we head to wherever i wrote to her to meet us i think good call Get okay, on yeah. the boat you actually first. didn't she just said to meet up with you at the furthest of the the aisles so okay. that would be here you would need to find her here it's somehow you don't have a, a formal invitation okay um i t- we're like in the shops right now, right? There's like gators yeah, manning that you're basi- shit. You're basically at like you're at the outside arcade where there's a bunch of little like snack shops and tchotchkes, you know, keychains you can shop? use to decorate your backpack. Tchotchke, yeah, a little, yeah, yeah key fobs. Uh, Those are called tchotchkes. Yeah, tchotchkes like just a little knickknack, a little curio. Okay, I, tr- I go to the shopkeep. A little, little wooden 
lemurs or something. Chashki is a wooden lemur. Yep, nailed it. 10 out of 10. Okay, you go up to the shopkeep, to one of the people working one of these beach stands. Yeah, and I just go, okay, if I were a girl on a date, where would I go? If I was a girl on a date, where would I go? <laughs> Sorry, I have plus three in performance in last week, so I have... Uh... <laughs> oh, right. You oh. got your friendship bracelet? <laughs> just serenading me? Okay. Yes. Hi. Would you like anything from my shop? Oh, dear. I'm a crocodile. Just why I speak like that. I'm glad that they that, oh, good that thing he you said told what me. he is. I was yeah. going to call you an alligator. That would have been maybe racist. That would have been very rude. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have been able to tell. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to identify them. We don't have that issue with sand sailing. Would you like a uh, one of our fine sharks? He what? points up towards a row of, like, beach shirts behind him. Oh, shit. What shirts? Beach shirts. Like a you muscle know, shirt, shirt? Shirts that like would say Hawaiian something like, shirt? you know, Life's my other margarita is crunch bite. Or Hell yeah. You so need like one. Tank tops. <laughs> yeah, but there's some, like, you know, tees. I really uh, want one for Avalon that just says nasty. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I want that, too! Um. <laughs> I want all the t-shirt touristy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is there a good deal on them? Didn't you say there was like a fancier part of town? Oh, no, this is a re- resort town. Yeah, there's a fancy, uh, if you're trying to get like a sit down dinner, there's only one spot and you're going over to the to the restaurant, as we locals call it, because it's the restaurant. Oh, shit. Okay, no where, where's that? no fancier clothes locations. I'd say the, the waiters wear a kind of fancy uniform. So, all right. If you're looking is, for a job, I guess. What is, I suppose, the least informal piece of clothing that he sells? Uh, I would say like you, you, you can look through them, and what's probably the least? They're not. None of them are like classy. Well, so, if you're <laughs> well, this is why I asked least informal and not most formal mm-hmm. because none of them are formal. I mean, if they're like touristy graphic tees, then maybe the least informal would be one that doesn't have words on it. Maybe it's just got like a picture of the beach or something, the kind of cartoony. I feel like, I feel like any, anything that has a picture of the beach words. also says crunch bite on it. Like, yeah. that, then that's branding probably the their, least informal. Yeah. So there's like a bunch. You can get a selection of shirts that all just say like crunch bite. And on the back, there's a little too much text that might like quote <laughs> something that says like, my only love is the beach. Uh, take that wife oh. or something are there any like floral <laughs> collared short sleeve button downs Ooh, yeah, no Hawaiian you'd have shirts. to go to like t-shirt shop? not not at a tourist t-shirt shop no oh. you gotta bring those with you yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you gotta bring that with you all mm-hmm. right then Evelyn, i guess this one looks like you're wearing a bikini if you put it on i think you should get this <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it's terribly your, demeaning it's um, your color I, uh, it is his my color, color? What color is uh, Evelyn's color? Red? Golden red, I believe. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was neon pink. New. New, new, new. Um, yeah, well, in any case, I'm going to get some t-shirts that say Crunch Bite on them, I guess. I'll um, get one, too. How, 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 nice. how, how much do these cost? Uh, I'd say they're one gold a piece. All right, screw it. I'm getting... Uh, 
six t-shirts yes. oh nice yes. once you get through like three you have used up all the ones that just say crunch bite so you do get the one that says nasty on it and you get yeah. the one that says yes. my my other margarita is a crunch bite yes. uh, so oh, good you, <laughs> yeah you got three good ones and then three ones that are for laundry day oh i'm so happy <laughs> Ooh, we can all each have one <laughs> I want one. Get one for matching. <laughs> There's one you that can says have the one with the margarita. I'm definitely taking statement. your shirt that says nasty as soon as I see it. Yeah, that's fine. Get that away from me. Um all right. That's and, What shirt do you with, get, Virgil? Oh, it says Jeez. breezy cheese on it. <laughs> <laughs> I Beautiful. think I'll go with that. With this extremely unpleasant experience behind me, I go right back to the ship and to escape this hellhole of a tourist trap. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, you can go back to the ship. The The ship kind of gives you an eye as you walk on to, onto the boat and says, hmm, I, I like your third. I, I point at it and say, not one more word about this. I applaud. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so where are the three of you going now? Oh, you guys, you two are still with me. Thank God. Um, Let's go over that crowd. There's a bunch of folk out there. Maybe they know where you're. Oh, no, the, the, we're is. going to the restaurant. Is that where she is? Yeah, oh, all I right. think so. I'm honestly. Cool. Okay, I guess we make our way over there and then the entire time. You can time. pass by the beach yeah. if you do want to talk to the folks at the volleyball game on your way, or you can go through the town, which would take you around them and away from them. Um, Here. Let's go through the beach. I feel like you should maybe do this on your own. I don't want to, you know, intrude. That that Dockmaster didn't seem so keen on my, my ways. Oh yeah, she hated you. Yeah. So I'm going to give All you right. one last bit of advice before I, before I go. Oh. And remember that if you can't be with the one you love. Uh, you could love this one instead. What? <laughs> All right. Good luck uh, to you. Well done avoiding copyright <laughs> infringement there. Um, <laughs> I leave through the town immediately. I, I just go. All right. So you head over towards the fancier restaurant. Are the two of you going back to the boat, Flaxen and Virgil? Or are you, uh, where are you going next? Uh, I would love to explore a bit if we're not in a hurry. Yeah, I think that sounds good. You and me could use some bonding time anyways, I think. That's right, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Whatever you say, Captain. This is uh, so yeah. weird. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so as you head off to the, uh, to the restaurant, what's running through your head right now? I'm just like... I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, I don't want to seem like I'm kidnapping her. I don't want to also, like, leave her for dead. It's just, like, a lot of conflicting feelings about whether or not I should do the rational, logical thing or, like, the emotionally mature thing. (laughs) Except I don't have a lot of experience in, like, these things. So I'm just, like, I don't, I'm, like, at, at a loss for what to do. Cool. Well, unfortunately, you have no time left because as you approach uh, the restaurant, <laughs> you can see that Crunchy Pete's Bar and Grill uh, has a fancy uh, Mater D standing out crunchy? front. Crunchy. crunchy. <laughs> Bring him <laughs> and, on and the it boat. Looks like, yeah, Crunchy Pete. Hey, we need uh, a chef. 
Oh, that's a look at that. <laughs> Crunchy Pete is uh here tonight. Uh he's he works the grill uh in kind of a uh performative way. Uh and there's a bunch of it seems like it's mostly like a steak grill. Um and uh there's a bunch of steaks of it looks like a lot of different kinds of things being grilled here. Probably some of them uh more sentient than you would like to eat. Uh but Crunchy uh, uh Crunchy Pete is not the one that greets you, it's the Mater D who like waves to you and says welcome welcome to crunchy pete may i may i ask how many you are sitting uh is there a reservation for two there are several reservations for two we are a restaurant after all ha <laughs> um can i just like walk through the restaurant and see if she's already here because i have someone waiting for me all right but make it quick um as i make it my way in through there i scan for what i remember of her do i see her uh yeah although she doesn't actually look like you remember because when you remember seeing her she was down by the dock super sweaty after having lifted boxes and fixing your broken boat all day also you busted up her dock um so she uh looks much nicer she's clearly like taken some time she's done up her hair and she no longer has big sleeves on her big heavy dock working jacket um and so she's wearing you know a nice black dress and she's got like tasteful makeup and she's kind of sitting playing with her fork uh she's sitting over on the the beach side there's kind of a a pavilion on the beach itself that they have sand over top of uh and it's got a brilliant view of the water and of the cove uh, around it with the jungle uh and as you're looking around she catches your eye and waves uh smiling brightly uh at you you know that pikachu meme with like pikachu face being like yeah that's me right now (laughs) (laughs) and i kind of just make my way over her and sit down i'm like um you look very nice. Thank you. You do as well, though a little more uh, blood than I would have expected. Did you have trouble getting all the way over here? Yeah. Uh, so I. Do you want to order any food? Um. Yeah. Would you Would you actually mind if we took the food to go? Uh, I tried to like covered it in the letter. You got my letter, right? Yeah, I did. I was excited to hear that you were a few days out. Um, you also read the part where I talked about the death fog that's coming for us all, right? <laughs> yeah, I assumed that was some kind of uh, inside joke that I wasn't inside. <laughs> oh, okay, let me let me get At you this, on the, the inside. Waiter, the waiter uh, walks over towards the thing and says, Ah, yes, what would you like for dinner? We have all kinds of meats. Rare? Not so rare? Oh, water for now. He, he continues to stand there, <laughs> waiting for you to finish ordering. <laughs> this guy's um, the worst. <laughs> this guy's the worst. I don't know how it works in fancy restaurants, so I just kind of like, I choose the cheapest appetizer off the menu off the corner of my eye. <laughs> Mmm, great. Uh-oh. It's something skewers, but yeah, you don't know what the name of the meat is. I just kind of point at it and like this one. The crocodile kind of looks aghast and says, you sure? All right, What then. is it? Oh, those are elf skewers. What? Why would you serve <laughs> this here? <laughs> okay, I look at um the dock master. I'm like, you order first. I'll look over it. 
<laughs> we will have two steaks, medium rare, with sides of potatoes. Thank you. Uh, and also uh, uh, two glasses of Merlot. Thanks. Uh, and she nods up towards the, the waiter who turns around and goes off to Crunchy Pete. Okay. I turn back to her. Okay. I'm like, thank you for ordering for me. But I was saying, uh, okay, let me get you into the in-joke. The fog that I was illustrating in my letter is not a figure of speech. The day we met, my crew, we were running away from something, and this is really real, I'm not joking with you. There's a fog, and everything it touches dies, and you helped us a lot back there, and I, we couldn't bear to see you, you know, die in that fog. So we needed you and everyone, every one of your workers to get away from it as fast as possible. Right now, it's still coming for us, and I don't know how much, we probably don't have a lot of time. Um, I figured this is not how actual dates work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they usually don't involve, like, dire warnings about the end of the world, yes. Maybe you they can do. See th- make me an insight check to read her face at this. I'm just kind of like going off right now. I'm like clearly frazzled. Uh, insight. Who's dumb? Nine. Nine. Uh, she's pretty like, this person is very weird. Uh, and whatever is going on, like, so either there's some lying happening or this person does not want to be here with me and is making up an excuse or something. Um, but, uh, she kind of takes a sec to say, all right, all right. Look, if, you made it all the way out here, so I appreciate it. But if you're just here to tell me in person that I should leave, then that's fine. I get it. Uh, is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, man. Yes, but I'm saying that you should, if you don't have a faster boat, then you have the option. No, of no, stop, with- stop, stop, stop. Stop with the faster boat. I'm talking about here at the table. Like, is this over? Yes, I'm sorry. All right. I get it. Uh, Have a a nice life. I'm heading back home. Your home is destroyed. What? You, the home that we left, it was destroyed by fog. That's what I'm trying to tell you. There is a calamity coming for us all, and we need to keep moving to the east, is it? East. If I'm not trying to, like, I'm so sorry that it has to, I have to tell you this way, but everything out west has, is, you know, being eaten up by this death fog, and this is not a metaphor or not an excuse to, you know, for me to, like, get away from you. If you would like, you can come with us on our boat to escape it. I'm here because, you know, I clearly see you as a person enough, you know, to, to save. I do care whether you live or not. I'm not explaining this very well, but please, please trust me when I, if I came all this way to warn you, I could have done a much more cowardly thing by breaking it with you over letter. Instead, I'm here right now with you to tell you this in person. You need to come with us. We are trying to save your life. Make me a persuasion check at the sentry. 18. She pauses and she says, 
I, I'll give you dinner. Like, you have dinner to convince me of this. Once we're done with our steaks, I'm going back home. And she sits back down and puts her purse back on the right side of her chair. Meanwhile, on the boat, uh, what are the two of you doing on the ship? Uh, so first, there was a small fashion montage of trying on all the tourist shirts. Oh, good. Um, I, I'm asking Avalon, uh, so what do you think? And I like kind of pose with my arms out and my head cocked to the side and I'm wearing the the nasty shirt. I, I say, well, you look fine. The shirt's awful, though. Well, that's not what I was looking for. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're kind of a... You got no fun, huh? You got no chill, not, Avalyn. What are you so uptight about? What, an impending trial where yeah, that I you asked could get for. sentenced to death? You could just not go. You're doing this to yourself, buddy. Yeah, well, we also have to get information about the fog. And yeah, I know. We talked this out, the but... Best Look, you gotta find ways to calm down at times like this. If you stay with your stress, it'll only get worse and worse. You gotta find little joys where you can. Look at how great this shirt is. And I gesture down at my shirt again. I, I had a nice shirt, and then Ugly Anne killed it. You knew that you were gonna hulk out when you did dangerous fighting. Maybe you shouldn't have gotten it. You're creating stress for yourself, you see? You're putting yourself in situations where you're gonna get stressed <sighs> out. Oh, says the ship, which has been listening. The third is a metaphor. The shirt's a metaphor. <laughs> the boat gets it. Thank you. I look up at the boat and I like nod. No. It kind of looks starry eyed at you as if it's never seen you so clever before. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to go over to Avalon and uh, w- would he let me start giving him a shoulder massage? <laughs> Um, I, I attempt to. Y- yes, yes, actually. That's something that, that servants used to do. Okay, great. So I, I step behind <laughs> him and start doing like a friendly shoulder massage and I ask him, look, do you have it? Let's start from the beginning. Do you have any hobbies? Um, well, uh, I, I, I suppose the, the, the fighting was always really my hobby. Really? Um, well, I was supposed to be a wizard. Uh, so that took up, so studying for that took up most of my time. Mm. Um, but in my off time, I would train with a, with a sword, sword, shield, mace, axe, whatever. Well, physical Um, activity is a great way to get stress out. Maybe there's something we can do on this boat. You want to spar or something? I I start like hopping um, up and down and fake boxing. No, 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 no. I have not sparred in, uh, quite a while. Well, fighting does also make you stressed out. Have you ever tried music? Have you played an instrument? Do you sing? Um, no. My parents didn't allow the boys to do music. Yeah, that's stupid. I sit down then with my guitar, and I start playing a very simple chord, and I I say, like, all right, follow after me. And then I just, like, hum a very simple tune and wait for you to mimic it. All right, can I make a performance check to see how well I do it? Yes, you can. All right. What song it's are you a, playing? Um, what's a what's a really Connor? You would know this. What's a really simple singing song? I don't know, like something like "You Are My Sunshine." Or yeah, you are my sunshine. Like that. Well, that's pretty <laughs> beautiful. Great. All right, there we go. Um, I got a fourteen, so really could be worse. Can we hear a little bit? Oh yeah, yeah. I, so I start with uh, just like the first note. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I love Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, there we go. That's it. While you guys are humming, and keep humming while I say this, while you guys are humming, uh, we have a dramatic montage of the two crocodiles playing against each other on the beach for the final points of the match. And the mayor sets up the next point, and there's a big moment to spike, and the dive comes from the mayor as it flicks it up with its nose, and then a final smash as it crashes into the ground, sending plumes of sand and the crowd roars as the mayor finally stands up and grins. <laughs> the end. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> I think this is my favorite nice. moment out of the entire series so far. <laughs> oh, good. Um, when we finish that song, I, I want to fist bump you. Um, I go in for a, a, a handshake. Yeah. All right. Let's handshake. That's one of those awkward. Yeah, it's kind of the grab the fist bump kind of moments. Yeah. I, with my hand in a fist, I shake your hand. <laughs> yep. Great. Sounds good. Uh, meanwhile, on the shore, uh, the two of you see the mayor just uh, set up the and and dunk this final uh, smash on the on the rest of the beach volleyball team and win the cup. You really got your your volleyball terminology up to snuff. It's a nice dunk. Thank you. It's a big dunk on the touchdown for the volleyball pass home run. I burst into oh, applause. Oh, we played D and D. Yeah, I have never seen volleyball that was not at the Olympics. Yeah, same. I have. I I, I had I had PE in in middle school. Oh yeah, I mean I guess that, but yeah, it wasn't good. But yeah. there was a volleyball involved. See, I opted out and did JV soccer instead. Whoa. So I could read more. <laughs> Surprising cool. no one. Okay, so the uh, <laughs> uh, the two of you see the uh, the the mayor win this. Waxon and Virgil, what are you doing? I burst into applause. Uh, it was an admirable defensive play, but you know that mayor's got a natural talent. Undeniable. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on, but everybody's so excited. I find the energy pretty thrilling, so I'm also clapping along. As you do watch them, you can see in the distance the fog is rolling in. Golden hours beginning to pass, and it's getting to 6, 7 p.m., and the fog is maybe around a half day away now. And as you see all of the crocodiles silhouetted against the fog and the, the, the sun kind of casting strange shadows on the fog behind them, you see the fog and you see the crocodiles, and all the faces of Mo Daughter Harbor hit you and all the faces of the prison hit you as you see perhaps the last day of these crocodiles' lives. Uh, oh, that just hit me. <laughs> I'm gonna go approach the, the one who just aced the ball, spiked the ball. Uh, Alright, it's the mayor, and she uh, walks over and kind of slaps her son on the back, uh, and she's got a cane and kind of walks over towards the sideline, and she starts eating some elf kebabs. Wait, I have a question. Are is are these crocodile people like just crocodiles walking on their hind legs, or are these like people with crocodile heads? I think that they're like they're full crocodiles on the ground, but when they act like people, they do stand up on their hind legs in kind of a very comedic fashion. So they kind of do a waddle when they're acting like people. So when they're playing crocodiles volleyball, can do that. Yeah, yeah. Check it. Check out some gifts. They're quite entertaining. So yeah, you approach the mayor. 
Does it look like the elf kebab is elvish cuisine, or is it made from elves? Uh, definitely the latter. Uh, well, not wanting to be rude, I, uh, is there another one available to me? Yes, oh, no. Put, yes, there is. I put my hands over my ears. <laughs> <laughs> and look around suspiciously. That was yeah, a valiant strike. Um, I'm pleased to make such a noble athlete's acquaintance. I am Virgil Badwater, captain of the How Am I Feeling? How are you feeling? And I'm an, I'm an orc. I got pointy ears, not to be confused with an elf. Wait, you're an orc? Well, I'm half orc, yeah. Hey. I always thought you was just ugly as yeah. sin. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this explains uh, so much. <laughs> I thought I was oh, pretty handsome. Geez. Is my skin tone off-putting to you? Yeah, I think Virgil just, just has bad taste. You was just come down with something. <laughs> I do apologize for any judgment death passed on to you. I love half orcs. <laughs> Some of my best friends are half orcs. Ah, <laughs> uh, we we've seen orcs before around here, and your ship is one of the finest I've seen. Well, Virgil, is it? Well, let me let me welcome you to Crunchbite. It's our little corner of the world. We don't get off much. We don't see much of the others, but we've nestled in this little corner of existence for a long time. Maybe the most outward facing of the uh well crocodile folk as you'd call them but we call ourselves the Garians or the Garians. I don't normally uh head out onto the court like that but uh, uh it's just been a lovely day. Well, you know, I wouldn't know you looked the natural out there. <laughs> just luck, just luck. Well, what brings you to our little corner of this harbor? Well, I would like to say we are just passing through on a vacation, but I'm afraid our message is a little more dire. You see that uh, cloud of weather over yonder? Yeah. Look, I have I have two I have a pair of ill fortunate news for you. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, the first the first of which is this is this something it, we should talk about inside or? No, it's a beautiful day. At least something about this conversation can be nice. Are you threatening me? No. <laughs> the gator eyes its uh, companions uh, in a way that kind of alerts them to what you're saying, and uh, one of them walks over, the, the gator's son. We are passing through. We are running for our lives. This fog that you see in the horizon, it, uh, it is an all-consuming specter of death, and <laughs> there's nothing nice about it. Uh, we are passing through, and I can only tell you that if you value your, the lives of your people, you will leave um, as fast as you can. That's all I have to say, really. Um, also, the gnomes massacred an island full of crocodile people over there. Maybe you knew some of them. I'm sorry about that. Well, we don't truck much with the other isles at all, so... Oh, well, then that's not as bad news as I thought. <laughs> Look, li life eats life, and uh, and that uh, the crocodile picks up a, a, a human kebab and uh, starts noshing on that one. 
But uh, I can't say I love the gnomes too much. They kind of come through acting all high and mighty. And, uh, uh, of course, they only eat at Crunchy Pete's. All our other establishments don't get any patronage. Won't eat a single human kebab. Yeah, you sons of bitches. Yeah. Uh, us folks, and she hands you a human kebab. Us folks know what, what's worth eating in this kind of town. This has become a good conversation. Do I realize it's a human kebab? Yeah, it's got a little label on the buffet table they have out on the beach. But wh- what uh, do you say about this death fog? I we don't truck with magic here, Karians. We don't we don't deal much with magic. It don't harm us. We don't harm it. If you're dealing with the weather wizards, then you can uh you can bugger off to where the penny whistle brigade was running to. No, Sam. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to spend any energy convincing you. Uh, but I will tell you this. That fog doesn't care what you truck with. That fog cares for one thing, and that's for consuming every island from here to the hills of Shibagadu. And you know... Yeah, that's canon. That when I'm, you know, I wouldn't bring those hills up without being real serious. If you know the first thing about this world, the first thing about the hills of Shibagadu, we don't you mention what, those names in vain. You know what what went on there? Ah, <laughs> uh, we all do that fateful day in fourteen oh four. Uh, the uh, there's no need to. Uh, Get into it. <laughs> no, not for at least 75 more episodes. Mark that one, uh, Scotty. Episode 85, The Hills of Shibagadu. Okay. Uh, thank you. So, uh, in that, in that sense, we, uh, we could <laughs> leave this island. Like, I, A, this is our home and we certainly won't. So, uh, pardon me for not appreciating that message. And, uh, and number B, I, how would we even leave? Not like we're boat people. We've lived here for generations. Generations and generations. This has been a Garian home since history. Make me a persuasion check and have disadvantage if you want a, a chance at any of this. Look, we're leaving. All I can do is that is say that maybe maybe if you care a lick for this son of yours, you'll you'll let us take him with us. Because I know you wouldn't want him to be uh, destroyed by Nature. I uh, rolled a 15. <laughs> and, oh, with disadvantage? Uh, oh. No, with disadvantage, I rolled a 10. Oh, that's still Anyways, pretty solid. Let me rephrase Awful that. nice son you uh, have here. It would be a shame if anything happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> From nature. Anyways, I'm, I'm tired of this. We've tried to convince a lot of people of their fate. And uh, anyways, think about it. Rowan? <laughs> Not Rowan. <laughs> Flaxen. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about all this? You're crocodiles. Can't you, like, swim? <laughs> Is that not a thing here? We're alligators, sir. Oh. Hold up. You said you were crocodiles before. Yeah, no worries. We just say that to folks. I, honestly, we're not We're not either. We're technically a, a small subspecies of gators and uh, uh, crocodiles called the gharial, mostly found in uh, Southeast Asia uh, in, you know. The te- what? Sorry, mostly found here in the <laughs> in the uh, <laughs> in the Wedstone Isles. Uh, nah, nah. I, I, I'm I. The most I'll do is send out some message to folks at the at the nightly dinner tonight. Otherwise, uh, I appreciate your message, but I can't say that um, I 
uh, put much stake in it. Best of luck to right, you, your, folk, though. Your funeral. Uh, have a good one. Yeah. Uh, she rolls her eyes. Uh, but you see the sun does not. And the sun kind of tracks on you for a while. The sun is maybe like, uh, let's say it's 16 years old, um, if you had to guess. And uh, How can you he, tell? Uh, you know. You count the rings. Oh, Relative size. Relative person. size. Teen attitude. Right. Shades. Backwards How many hat, eyes they have. Skateboard that he has. There's a fun poetry fact. Crocodiles in his journal. Grow one eye for every year that they are. That's old. not true. Uh, and uh, could you imagine how terrifying it was? <laughs> that would be very bad. It would be very uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro. So the 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 crocodile son kind of lingers on looking at you for a moment and then scampers after uh, his mom, the mayor. Meanwhile, inside the restaurant, you guys are on course three of your dinner. So, do you have any family? Sisters or brothers? Uh, I'm an only child. I I have parents. I came from somewhere, but um, I haven't uh, been in contact with them for a very long time. Just um, not great folks, yeah. or do you get apprenticed away as a kid, or no? I joined the navy of um, my conglomerate of islands. Oh, cool! My dad was in the like military. Sixteen. My dad was in the um, sea patrol nice. for a long time. Oh, cool. Um, what part of the triangle? Uh, sea Patrol, more of like a middle section, little little further east of where I was. But we traveled around a lot as when I was a kid, because, you know, kid of the Sea Patrol. But ended up in Mo Otter Harbor, and the old dock master kicked the bucket, so I kind of took over his spot when he when he died. How long been, have you been a uh, dock master? And like, what types of interesting folks do you see coming? Oh, here? all kinds. Dock master stories. I got dock master stories for days. For days. Dude killed another guy on my porch. Then someone else, like, killed him the next day. Everything happens at the docks. Like, people say, tavern. Oh, that's where the adventures happen. No. Docks. Docks are where it happens because you get the crazies. You get the real crazies. The crazies that like live their entire days shipping boxes from one port to another port. And the only human contact they have is coming into Modotter Harbor and be like, I'm dropping off 18,000 pallets of shallots. And I'm like, this is your life, I guess. And now you have to interact with me and you are a nightmare person. You are just the most monstrous human ever. And then you just kind of deal with them and you hope that those ones go away but then you get also like crazy awesome people that are just like living their best life with all their plants and their weather balloon and they pop by and you're like you your life is amazing keep on doing you morcus that's not so much different from having uh been in prison um <laughs> <laughs> you're in pr- oh yeah you guys were in prison right how was that um, very much the same as being a dock master. You get a lot of crazies. <laughs> hashtag. You got a lot of moving. Relevant. Ha- hashtag, uh, solidarity. <laughs> got a lot of weirdos. You got a lot of violence, you know, gang wars, turf wars, the algebrats. Um, <laughs> with the math, I don't know. <laughs> with the artsy boys, that whole thing. Um, but you also like, you know, you meet some pretty good people, I guess, along the way. How did you? Uh, sorry if this is too personal. How'd you end up in prison? I. If you don't want to answer, you don't gotta. Uh, thank you. It. It's not a very pleasant story to tell. 
There's kind of an awkward silence for a few seconds. Yeah, there's an awkward silence. Um, um, so, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my offer for you to come with us, at least so you can make it out safely, like, I don't know how you feel about this, and I know you, I know, I don't want to, like, be inconsiderate of your feelings any longer, but... Just, I just don't understand. How do you know that there's nothing behind the fog wave? Like, have you sailed into it to check what happened to Modotter? Uh, like, there was a lot of people there. I would imagine that they're just behind a big bank of fog. Out of character for a second. I know that Ishmael saw, like, what happens to people in the fog. I think that's all you have to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. My um, my crewmate, he's seen some things, and I trust his word on this when he says that there's no life that passes through the fog. He he went to. It's kind of stuffy in here. Do you want to get outside a bit? Yeah, sure. We I guess we go out onto the beach. Cool. Yeah, she actually there's a nice walk up to a, a weather station up on a hill behind the city and she kind of takes you over there through this park. You can see that she's kind of steering the conversation a little bit away from it as if she doesn't really want to talk about it. And uh and she she steers the conversation back to So how how is the the military like? What what did you what did you do back there? <laughs> um I was she, a. She's pushing for small talk. <laughs> I'm just like so. <laughs> this is. Um, I planted explosives for the military. Oh, we had like a awesome. big pirate problem. What kind of explosives? <laughs> Elemental. Holy shit! Yeah. Um. I guess as we get to the weather station, is it like an advantage point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like a park bench up there and a little coin-operated uh, telescope. Oh, I also have my spy class with me because um, Flaxen handed it back to me. So I just remembered that. But I kind of like get the hint that, you know, after sort of repeated attempts to warn her that she's trying to steer the conversation away. And so like, I guess we sit down on the bench and I'm like, I know it's really hard for you to believe, but here I hand her the spy glass and point her in the direction of where the fog is coming. This has been following us. For days on days on days on end, ever since we left the prison. And we only barely escaped it. There is no prison anymore. It's safe to say there's no more Modotter Harbor. Please. I know, I know it's really hard to like digest right now, but it's there. And I give her the spyglass to look through. Okay. She pulls up the spyglass to her, uh, to her eye and she looks at the fog and she sees it. Uh, quite clearly, and she kind of looks at it, and you see kind of a, a puzzled look form on her face as she kind of n- narrows her mouth, and she says, mm, "Yeah, it it's strange and it's big, but I've seen fog before. <laughs> you 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 gotta realize what you're saying. It sounds all very far fetched." Okay, if you're not gonna believe me on the fog, um, the warden, the daughter of the warden. She's coming after us as well, and she is very much real and very much going to kill anything in her way. She kind of has a skeleton army. Do you at least believe me on that? Make me a persuasion check. Uh, 19. No, I buy that. Can't say that really convinces me to come with you on your ship, though. If there's 
there's a mad woman chasing you mad girl with it does seem like a like the opposite of yeah that. it yes. does kind of seem like i would want to not come with you in that case <sighs> this is really hard for shing the person <laughs> to try to logic out of and i can't at this point i'm just kind of like i understand okay i i can see where you're coming from and i i can't say any more to convince you otherwise all I can say is that everything I've said to you up until now, at this date, is the truth. And if you come with us or not... Let's be fair, not everything you've said has been the truth. You have been curt ever since we started talking. And you agreed to come on this date with me, but I don't think you want to be here. So why did you accept to come with me and why are you still trying to convince me when it is very clear that you don't like me it always goes back to the death fog but it's because of the death fog I had to get you out of there I had to get your entire crew out of there we owed you to great debt for repairing our ship and it would have been a great mark on our consciousness conscience to have left you all, you and your men, behind, knowing that there was death coming for you. We needed everyone to get out of there as soon as possible. It's not about that. There's... Is there someone else? Is there something else? The reason I haven't told you about why I landed in prison is part of that reason. Yeah. If you're not convinced of my character or my words or anything, well then... I can accept that. And I'm sorry for any of any hurt that I have caused you. But this is the best I can do. My crew and I need to leave soon off this island because of the threat, the fog, as well as Unglian. And if you come with us or not, this is as much as I can do for you. I'm so sorry. Well, man, trust is a two-way street. And you accepted to come out with me here for the worst of intentions. So... I think maybe, uh, maybe I should go. And you can see that she's sniffling a bit. I could have done this over letter, and I could have broken your heart over the letter, and I didn't. Well, now you're being a real shit in person, so (laughs) thanks, I guess. I'm really appreciative. I'm gonna go back to my ship now. She gets up and starts walking down the hill from the weather tower. I give her a moment to get away from, I guess, like, make a little bit of distance between myself and her, and then I also return to the ship. Uh, How much time elapsed during all of that? Uh, A couple hours. Is that long enough? Like, Ishmael and Avalon, like, are we going to get concerned about where the heck everybody is? Um, I feel like... We, I, I, I guess I can't speak for you, but I trust that everyone's going to be back in time, so I'm not worried, and we've got tons of stardust to blast off. We didn't set a departure time, did we? No, we didn't, no. Of course I think not. everybody kind of, like, knows that they'll be vaporized in the fog if they don't make it back in time, yeah. which seems like mm-hmm. a pretty That's good a pretty motivator. Good pick up, warning yeah. call. 
So Hey Flaxen, wanna get some beers? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> Round two. There's actually a there's a there's a good uh there's a good spot in the in the main drag of town where you guys can pick up a couple of watered down brewskis. Uh, margaritas. Oh yeah. As long as they're not elfed down or worked <laughs> down brewskis. I'm in. Hey, maybe we should take them to go. Uh, I guess so. Uh, well, as you're standing in line to get it, you can see a, a bit of a composed but unhappy dockmaster walking down the main drag uh, towards the docks. She has not seen you, and she it seems like she's making for her ship. You think it's bad form if I go make a move on her? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you do you, Captain. Man, maybe it's not the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we get be getting back to the ship? Or? Yeah, probably. Gotta say, I was hoping we'd find a cook, but I don't know if this is the one. I'm worried we'd all become dinner. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that elf wasn't half bad. <laughs> does, uh... <laughs> All right. So does awkward silence. Does that, Rowan uh, come back to the boat? Yeah. So Rowan comes back to the boat, and the two of you do as well. Hey, where's the dockmaster? Didn't go well. Yeah, it go wrong. Didn't go well. What do you mean? I go. St- I don't answer you. I go straight to the captain's quarters and lock myself in. <laughs> I'd like to make a perception check to look for the dockmaster. For sure. From from where I am on the boat. Yeah. Not good though. Um, six. You do not see her. Hey, wait a sec. We. We came all the. W- we can't just leave her behind. Where is she? Well, wouldn't she be if she chose not to come with us? Then that's her problem. I'm getting real discouraged by all this. You know, all I want to do is show compassion. But how do I? How do I prove to the people that their death is imminent when I got nothing to prove it? Like what? It's, a, it's the same story every single time. We got. We mean the best, but we got nothing to show for it. What do we do? What? Well, this isn't right. We can't just not... We can't just give up. I'm gonna go find her. Well, isn't that kidnapping? Yeah. Let's I mean, I'd rather it. she what? be kidnapped than dead. I agree. Oh. I'm tired of playing nice. That does sound like fun. Want my help? Yeah. What about all these other people? Let's get Are a you couple. Them too? <laughs> 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 Are we Noah's Ark now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty soon we're gonna run out of space on this boat. Not to be uh, grim. Look, you you do what you want with the gator people, but and then I want to leap off the boat and go find the doctor. Absolutely, Come on, Avalyn. You leap off and uh, and land down on the thing next to, and Avalyn falls close behind. Uh, yep. And uh, the two of you make me investigation checks. Fourteen for Ishmael. That's uh, fifteen for Avalyn. All right, where are you guys looking first? The docks, I think. Okay, yeah, you you uh you make your way down the docks. Uh, there's no one there, but there are a bunch of other ships, and you spot after a little bit of hunting the sunshine yellow hull of Rhythm's boat, and you can see that she is on board. Uh, she is in in that calm and patient fury, untethering from the dock and beginning to prep all of her things to leave. Hey, 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 you dockmaster! She looks up. Oh, Sorry? I wave my arms like wildly as I run towards her. Do I know hey, you from somewhere? You leaving? Where are you going? I'm heading back home. Who are you? No, you're not. I'm Ishmael. I hand out my, my hand. What's your name? I'm, uh, Rhythm <laughs> Ishmael 
Sorry, do I know you from somewhere? I feel like I've seen your face on a poster. Yeah, look, I gotta be real with you. Hat. Sorry? I'm on Rowan's ship. I'm on his crew. Okay. 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 We're not we're not leaving you behind. You gotta come with us. And I just stare at her. I have to? I don't have to come with you. You're gonna die if you don't. I, I come up behind and, and I, I sort of whisper near, wait, was that a threat or a warning? Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Make me an intimidation check in that case. All right, sweet. 14. How in the world do you know? I, I, I grab my storm glass around my neck and I show it to her and I say, because of this, I'm a weather wizard. The first, as you hold it up, you can see inside your storm glass, there are great winds a-blowing. Oh, good. And within less than five seconds after you hold it up, you begin to feel the breeze around your feet. Oh, nice. And then around all of you and the wind in this harbor, it is a gale in like an instant. It is those jungle winds that are like uh, are blasting through the harbor and it's like ripping some of the uh, the cloth uh, flagpoles out of the uh, volleyball net in the volleyball game. Um, uh, shouting did, over the wind. Did you do that? Nope! Look, we gotta take advantage of this wind and leave as fast as we can or this fog is coming and it's gonna kill us all. You have to trust me. She looks up at you and locks you dead in the eyes and says, You promise? Yeah. By the way, I'm wearing a t-shirt that says nasty. Just want to remind the DM of that. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so I, I, I look her like dead in the eyes and I grimly nod and say, yeah, I promise. And I hold out my hand for her. She grabs it in a cool way. Like she grabs the arm, not the hand part. Uh, nice. And she, she says, all right. All right. In that case, uh, I'm not leaving my ship. So can we tether it up alongside yours? Yeah, that seems like a reasonable thing. I look over at Avalyn questioningly because I don't know we how could, boats work. We'd, we'd have to tow it. All right. But great. Yeah. Um, and then we, we take off back to our boat. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, the other two of you are running out into the gator country. Flaxen and what? Virgil. No, fuck these gators. I'm tired. No, what are you talking about? They can <laughs> sing. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I come back to the ship. Hey! Hey, Flaxen! We need to tow the small boat! <laughs> what? Uh, why? Because she wants it! Is that a thing we can do? Uh, Rowan? What do you know about towing? Rowan is not there. Rowan has locked himself in the captain's quarters. Rowan, what just are you doing at the moment? A, just tie a rope to the front of it. <laughs> I'm just Shouldn't like, we... I don't even know. Like, I probably like, am just like catastrophizing right uh-huh, now. Like burying I mean, your head in your pillow and yeah, like screaming into a pillow, <laughs> pillow do not trying mess to put it out of my, my head. Legal defense papers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's not a pillow. Um... <laughs> But I do hear, I guess I do hear shouting outside and I like, and I kind of like get up to the, whatever the window is. I would say you don't. If you're, if you're you're consumed by screaming into your pillow, like a gale picks up, you wouldn't be able to hear over the the, The the storm, the wind. Gotcha. All right. 
Sure. Yeah. I'm screaming into my pillow and I'm just going to assume that the crew is like doing the th- their thing to get the ship going. Cool. Yeah. Can we just like tie ropes or whatever? Isn't that how it works? Yeah, I guess we can give it a shot. I don't know. Seems like it'll slow us down, but whatever. All We're right. using Stardust anyway. Stardust uh, plus the wind might give us enough of a boost. Sure thing. Then we coordinate I, I, with rhythm. Yeah, I bang on I bang on Rowan's door and say, I need you to help me tie this boat up. I hear that, I assume. Yes. Okay, I like kind of just like It's for a good cause, I promise. I crack the door open, I see all the wind and the shit going down outside, and I kind of just like nod mutely and get about to uh, preparing the ship. Okay. So we begin tying the boat up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, make. Uh, let's do a. Let's do a cheeky little quick skill challenge. Uh, DC oh, uh, fourteen. Uh, things you can use are survival and uh, let's say strength saves. The two of them can be used to get this uh, boat tethered and you guys out. You need uh, three successes before three failures. Okay. So the first thing I do is I go over to the other boat and start uh, putting ropes in it. Sweet. Tying tying them off to to fixtures and whatnot. Survival. Uh, and yeah, I'll call that survival. Twenty four. That is definitely a success. Wow. Uh, you uh you know your sea you ships think you tie now. It pretty well. You you are you're an accomplished sea shipsman. A little different than your sand sailors, but. You're able to tether the other uh, boat up to yours, or you're able to um, chuck okay. the stuff over. Though your both of your winds are like careening with cool. the wind. Yeah. Now I'd like to make, if if you don't mind, just me going twice in a row. No, go ahead. Uh, I'd like to make a strength save to throw the rope up to the other ship. Sure. Or I don't know if you want to just do athletics check. Athletics, you just said sure. I could use a strength save. All right. That's a four. All right. Oh, for- you uh you reach over to grab that uh that line that you always do uh to chuck it over towards the other boat and you throw the whole rope over and the whole rope lands in the other one both ends of it. Uh it was not tied to anything. Well, it's hard to tell with all these ropes laying around which one's tied up. And, uh-huh. <laughs> and with that failure, the other boat uh is looks dangerously close to flipping over at the moment. Who goes next? Um can I've got an idea. Can I do a either a performance or a persuasion check to shout directions from like one boat to another? I love it. Yeah. At a at a at a advantage. Um because it's an awesome Dope. thing to do. Fourteen. Fourteen. That is exactly a success. Uh Hell yeah. and <laughs> you uh you're able to shout and st- and tell uh rhythm to hop on the other side of her boat at the right time to keep the entire thing from capsizing. Uh and she uh she hurls the other rope back over to yours. That's two successes. You need one more. Um I will take that rope that she just threw and pull it the heck in. Very um, nice. So I'm gonna strength save this. Not enraged, so I don't get advantage for once. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> and that is irritatingly an eight. An eight. All right. She chucks the rope over towards you, and you pull it so hard, you get the entire rope back in your hands. So oh now my this rope God. has flown down to her boat, and now you've pulled it all the way back up onto yours. Oh uh, with that, that's two failures, and the 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 little boat uh, is now teetering. Uh, it looks like it may just sink in this storm. Um, I look helplessly over to Rowan. I, I'm going to do a survival check, and I'm going to do the rope things. 
That's all I'm going to describe it as. I'm. Uh, let me <laughs> do the rope thing. Let me roll first, and then I'll see what the fuck I do. <laughs> yeah, DC 14. Ooh, I got a nat 20, bitch. And uh, plus <laughs> four. And I Damn. expertly take the rope that got tossed back to us, I guess. Or no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and, so you, um, can, you can totally do that. And like tie it off and toss the rope back. And I like momentarily meet like eye contact with rhythm. Mm-hmm. They get really weirded out. But hey, nat 20. Nat 20, with that, as you chuck the rope down towards Rhythm's boat, you actually loop it, like, twice around her mast, and then it, like, uh, it sticks. Like, you, from a distance, knot it around her mast. Uh, And uh, with that, you secure the ship nestled up next to yours, keeping it safe from the winds. uh, With with enough time to securely set yourself straight, and then get uh, your, one of your six vials of stardust into the engine to, to book it out of nice. the uh, out of the town of Crunch Bite. Rhythm climbs up the rope that you toss down to her ship uh, and she looks uh, uh, into your eyes with a uh, an element of sad respect and uh, and she says Whoever it is that you uh that you went to jail for, they should count themselves very lucky. Um sad it wasn't me, but I hope I get to meet them someday. I like at first I don't know what to say. I'm almost a little bit kind of like a little bit choked up, but then I I kind of like look back at her and say, "Thank you, it means a lot." And any person lucky enough to find themselves with you, they are very fortunate indeed. Well, I was gonna, I, maybe I can, she turns over to you, Virgil, and she gives you a glower. And she <laughs> says, I was going to give this to Rowan because, well, obviously, but I guess this is more of a, a team gift. And she fishes around in her purse that she was carrying the whole date. And, uh, and she pulls out a white, pretty wide brimmed cup of what looks like, uh, a, opalescent tea and as she hands it over towards you you can see that inside this cup the the water if it is water is swirling around in curious ways that make it seem eternal uh and she says i don't know how much you know about ships like this i when i was repairing it i was very impressed and my father gave me a cup of this um they're they're incredibly rare you may be able to find them in other spots but it's called a uh, uh well it's called by us sailors the uh the eternity Oh and uh, and all you have to do is feed it to a ship with souls, and the ship with souls will grow a bit. You, you just got to hand it over to your ship and let them drink it, and and got to tell them the kind of sort of things that you're looking for. But but I would I would recommend not you doing it, seeing as you know, well, you're you're Virgil, so maybe have one of the more one of the ones like Rowan here do the uh, do the honors. Maybe I'll just give it to Rowan. She snatches it back out of your hand. Rowan, how about you take this? Rowan, why don't you uh why don't you give it to the ship? Just keep it in safe hands. Thanks. But um make sure we get a billiards room. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not like like actual places to sleep or like and I don't understand. <laughs> I guess, like, can we all walk to the furnace? Am I supposed to feed it to the furnace or the figurehead? 
Oh, uh, yes. Feed it to the furnace. I'll, Guys, the, the we big, need a kitchen. Uh, the big manatee down face down there will be able to drink it. Cool. I head down there with whoever else wants to come with me to, you I'll know. Go. <laughs> hey, Rhythm, is this, uh, is this dangerous or something? Uh, no, it's actually quite beautiful, so I've heard. Though you may want to stay away from the walls in case they, you know, pop some new ones into existence. But uh, Oh, yeah, I gotta see this. These things are Ooh, incredibly is- rare. Very, very valuable. Yep, same. This is like uh, that scene in Hell's Moving Castle. Yeah, totally. Exactly, oh literally. <laughs> I'm so excited for this to happen. Holy shit. I want to stay on the deck so that then when the camera does that thing where it moves around and shows all the things mm. moving, there's someone in a different yes. place to react to it. Like, whoa. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. you got to make this cinematic, right? Yeah. Rhythm, Rhythm uh, climbs down the rope back to her ship. It seems like she's cool to hang there. And she stays there out of, out, out of the wind. As you head down to the furnace, the big face of uh, how am I feeling looks down at you and says, well, what if it that you are looking for eternity? I don't think I've ever that. Uh, you can see there's almost like a look of pain or remembering crossing how am I feeling's face and says, my maker told me about eternity. I don't. I can't quite remember my maker, but I believe that is quite powerful stuff. Well, bottoms up, and I toss it in like I do, you know, how those for Calcifer or some shit like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, <laughs> and the furnace goes... <laughs> Uh, as the eternity swirls in a uh, infinity pattern inside the furnace, Ooh. and you can see the eyes of the manatee light up uh, and its little angel wings flutter and the walls themselves groan uh, as they begin to shift back and forth, and the manatee says, Well, what is it that you are looking to add to this sip? Uh, I want a bedroom for at least each one of us. <laughs> a kitchen. Wait, do a we kitchen. have a head? Do we a need head? a head? That's like a, a bathroom. What? Oh. I, I would assume that we already had a bathroom of Great. some sort. Never mind. Um, then. I, I mean, I we are all guys, right? Nope. We, the we ocean need, is we need our one bathroom. Of those. We do need one of those. Okay. It's very important. We need one. All right. Bath let's have and bed package then. At, at, yeah, at least two bathrooms, maybe three. Just nail a toilet seat to the railings. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, actually, a kitchen's not a bad idea. I want a kitchen. Ooh, a map room. We can't oh, very one well. or the other kitchen and map room or beds and baths. You can get a, a, a bunch of things, but it's got all kind of got to be thematically related. Oh, oh. Can we get, wait, so we can't get <gasps> a like ballroom the, it is. Ball, <laughs> ball, ball. <laughs> no, 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 we can, no. So can we can we get like a like a like a B and B type package where it's a kitchen and some bedrooms? Uh, yeah. A kitchenette, maybe enough for a small ice chest. That's good enough. No, we need a full kitchen, don't we? You know, I, I have to say, just feel like we're going to have a tough time recruiting a chef if we don't have a galley. Yeah, exactly. I, sounds fair. Let's get a galley up in here. What uh, What else? Don't we get other thematic, like a dining room, maybe? Uh, isn't that what a galley is? That's the part where you cook the food. That's the kitchen. A galley and a mess. Galley and a mess. 
Let's do yeah. it. And as you stand there, the ship itself groans and grows, uh, as the, uh, the underside room, what, what you're in, uh, has a wall spring to life, uh, from out of the ground, uh, and a new set of, a new table and a dresser pop up, uh, in the sleeping quarters. Uh, and behind it, you see grow, uh, the, like, chunk, all of the chairs fall down into place around the big long table in the mess. And the door opens and swings uh, to reveal uh, the stocked galley full of all kinds of spices and herbs. Uh, and uh, uh, the the big furnace in the back itself seems connected to a series of stoves where one might cook fine meals. Uh, cool. And it looks particularly nice. On the top side, you do see the ship itself grows in size a little bit. Um, and uh, new railings pop up around the edges that seem a little more ornate. Uh, and uh, uh, the junk, which is a two-masted ship, seems to grow additional masts and things. So it almost looks exactly like the thing on the cover now. Yay, a two-mast ship. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and as the ship does its final groans, it courses through the windy waves, leaving Crunchbite behind it. And Crunchbite sits behind it. And Crunchbite falls to the fog. Uh, as one last scene before we stop today, can I take our little money tree and the knife block and uh, go over to Rhythm's little boat? No. <laughs> Fine. Uh, they're in Avalon space. So you would need to take them from Avalon space. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just kind of walk in and like try to take the stuff and just look at Avalon with this face that's like, I dare you to stop me. Um, I carefully remove uh wait i have a question mm -hmm. does the brand new galley come with a knife block and knives uh yes it does oh well then we don't need that anymore um however i will clear the money off of the money tree before giving it to you <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, of course you receive 33 gold pieces damn Hooray. nice uh, okay, I go over to Rhythm's boat, and I shout down to her, uh, hey, uh, uh, I got a couple of confessions and some stuff to give you. Can I come down? You, you hear uh, a bit of a muffled sob voice as if someone has just been dumped this evening say, fine, but bring wine. <laughs> uh, there's wine in the galley, right? Yeah, I go get wine. There's wine in the galley. Yeah, there's a little okay. wine rack. I obtain wine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I jump down to her boat. I don't know if that's how it works when you rig up boats or you mo take I'd them behind you. I'd say there's a rope I'd... that you can go down. Uh, Sweet. You have to climb down the rope. And I'd, I'd say even with with drinking the Eternity, there's a little rope ladder that extends from both. And it seems like they're very right. securely Sweet. tethered by the Eternity. Okay, cool. Um, I head down to her boat. Uh, is she? Where is she? Is she like in a cabin? Uh, yeah, she's inside the main cabin. There's only one cabin on her boat, and it looks like she is in like sweatpants and a really ugly, splotchy sweater. Um, and she's uh, <laughs> reading a really shitty book, Aww. and uh, you can see the makeup has been not. She has not removed her makeup, so she's kind of a mess. Um, I open the door and knock on it at the same time, and I say, uh, "Oh, hey, you're having a bad time, huh?" No, it's great. Self-actualized. I'm self-actualized. 
I don't know if it helps, but he, uh, I suspect you're really not his type. So, like, there's nothing to feel sad about because, you know, we're, I'm starting off the conversation on the wrong foot. How about <laughs> this? Um, so I think honesty is the best policy when it comes to this relationship. And I think I should tell you that before we left Modotter Cove, we robbed your house. Is that my, you saved my knife block? I got your knife block, yeah. And, and my this, tree. And this is Those your tree. Those were gifts from my father. Yeah, we that took him so, from your house because we thought they is, were going to be lost to the fog forever. That is so, she hugs you. Oh, oh, yeah. I awkwardly pat her on the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe well, not you- awkwardly. I, I pat her on the back. Mm-hmm. It's nice. She 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 kind of looks at you uh uh and says, "Is there any? Would you? Would you like to have some wine?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. I and she and she uh, tells you many harrowing tales of um all of the people of exactly Rowan's type she's tried to date oh. over the years. Hell oh yeah! Gosh. I listen to those those stories so good. <laughs> I, uh-huh. Oh my god, we bond over this wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is Ishmael getting benefits out of me stealing stuff? Seems yeah. like it. Sounds like that. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mean, all right. <laughs> I mean, Ishmael I did lead the charge on actually saving her, so, you know. I'm forging friendships. And can I, uh, Virgil? Can I real quick try and find Rowan in our bigger ship now? I want to... I want to offer some condolences and condolences. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, Rowan, where are you on the ship now? Oh god, where am I? I guess I'm checking out the new galley. Yeah, it's nice. It, it honestly it reminds you a lot. It's almost, honestly, it's almost a direct uh, copy of the uh, the little kitchen room from back in uh, uh, the prison at the end of the world with its cozy uh. little corners and big iron pots and uh, only it's just, it's not old and gross. It's actually like sparkling and nice and new. Oh, so okay. the stock room is, it's it's very cozy and, and has big, you know, chairs and places to sit down and watch as people actually do their cooking. Yeah, I'm probably like having a thing of wine as well, but I'm just sitting alone <laughs> at the counter in the galley. <laughs> I just I look up as, as Ishmael comes in to get the wine and then leave, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> the night's the night for that. <laughs> when I do that, I, like, make awkward eye contact with you, and my eyes go wide, and then I just, like, look away and get the wine <laughs> and run away. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Avalon comes in and out and wordlessly just, like, gathers an unreasonable amount of food and walks out. <laughs> <laughs> no one asks me about my feelings, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> A very big Dagwood sandwich. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just by myself. Is there ice cream here? I'd like some ice cream. There's definitely ice cream. Yeah, you guys picked kitchen, which means you don't have beds, but you do have a pretty stocked kitchen that uh, it, it yes. has good food for at least a while, but you don't have a chef, so it will run out. And then you will yeah, just I'm have like a kitchen. Eating an ungodly combination of like red wine and uh, Moose Tracks ice cream right now. Mm. Nice. Oh, <laughs> classic. Oh, no. <laughs> that classic post date snack. Yeah, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm sitting there, basically. All right, well, I, I walk into the galley, and I see you, and I, before sitting down next to you, I approach the milk machine, and I put a coin in, and I get, what? I get one of those, uh, banana milks, and it pops out at the bottom. <laughs> yes. What the fuck is a milk machine? <laughs> you know, you ever That's had those at cow. middle school, where you get, like, little flavored different kinds of milk? It costs, like, a, yeah. Okay. Oh. And then okay. I sit next no, to you, I Rowan. I didn't have that. You know, uh, 
It's a nice galley, huh? Yep. <laughs> Very curt answer. Look, I'm proud of you. You did the right thing. I know I know it was hard. I look at Virgil slowly and like I didn't do what you asked you 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 recommended me I do, so yeah, there's that. Well, you know, I'm not always given the right advice. Some some things are tricky. It's a tricky world. I don't I haven't figured it out yet. But I got a question. Do you uh would it be weird for you if I uh <laughs> ask rhythm out? What? <laughs> um Look, well, I I just you know Crew before, uh, uh, Doc Masters. Crew before Doc Masters. So, <laughs> if you still have feelings for her, <laughs> I'll wait a few weeks. But I'm pretty sure I'm reading it's this whole thing like, right. Permanent segue. I'll wait a few weeks. I'm just like speechless. I, if, well, for one, I just say, yeah, Virgil, there's a lot of things you haven't figured out in this world yet. Um, I pat you on the back and take a sip of milk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's an ending to an episode, folks. <laughs> <laughs>